The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you ready to be inspired, uplifted, and motivated to greatness? It's time for Star Style. Be the star you are. With your effervescent personal growth coaches, the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, and health specialist, Heather Brittany. Define your vision, discover your passion, and design your future in this power-packed hour of life-changing talk radio. Featuring authors and success experts dedicated to helping you achieve the results you deserve. Be entertained, edutained, encouraged, and empowered. Smile, have fun, and celebrate you. Explore your potential and embrace your possibilities with your hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany on Star Style. Be the star you are, starting right now. Party is beginning. Do you have your party hats on? Hello, power partners. Welcome to Star Style. Be the star you are. My name is Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And the world is starved for inspiration, and we are here to feed your soul. Everyone wants to identify with stories of possibility, success, and purpose. And right here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, you can expect to be uplifted, encouraged, inspired, and have a lot of fun because we want you to go out on that limb and be wild and crazy. And we're going to help you live your dreams. The show is produced by Star Style Productions as a positive message outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. And Heather and I have a terrific show for you today in Health Matters. Heather is going to help the man in your life get healthy and take charge of his long-term health. Because, I mean, what is it with guys? They don't care about being healthy. <laughs> and then I'm going to help you manage your fears, your stress, your anxieties. And again, we're going to go into the garden. And I'm going to tell you the difference between what's organic, what's heirloom, what GE means, what GMO means, all of that fun stuff. So buckle your seatbelt, sit back, and live your potential with Heather and I here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The miracle moment for today is by Albert Schweitzer. The only ones among you who will be truly happy are those who have sought and found out how to serve. And that is brought to you from Be The Star You Are Charity, looking for sponsors right now for the Moraga Fair so that we can broadcast two episodes of Express Yourself. You can contact us at btsyateenradio at gmail.com. Or go to btsya.com. Remember, and you want to be truly happy, you got to serve. Right, Heather? Exactly. And something, too, out there for those sponsors who, if you're on the fence about sponsoring this, that, express yourself, is the number one 
uh, show currently for On the Teen Radio. So not yes, only will your money so be helping, great. you know, Wonderful Fathers getting getting teens involved, but you'll also be helping it stay at number one, and that's really, you know, bringing a lot of teens together. So exactly. money well served. It's, it is. It's really well done, and it's tax deductible. So, again, go to btsya.com. You can make a donation there through, uh, via PayPal, or you can email the teens, btsya, teenradio at gmail.com. And, of course, you can always get in touch with us here at the radio network. And, Heather, speaking of that, before we get on to your wonderful topic of talking about men's health today, I just wanted to let you know that in the last week, we've gotten three uh, more emails from different uh, people who are listening to the show, and we're really excited about uh, this show, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, and we've gotten emails from publicists who want to get their authors on the show. And I, today, one, there was one that said, oh, we just, I just um, liked you on Facebook because you and Heather are our heroes. We love what you're mm-hmm. doing. So. I hadn't shared that with you, so I thought I would share that with you. That yay! Cool. I know we love doing uh, things that are making, uh, you know, that are doing good, good things because we do believe by working from our hearts and with passion, we can make this world a better place and we can create lives we love. Okay, well, Heather, I want to get to health matters because we are normally doing health shows. A lot of them are. Women oriented, but today you decided to focus on the men in our lives. And it is rather true, isn't it, that uh, men tend not to go to the doctors. They tend to kind of poo-poo their health. And this could be one of the reasons why women outlive men. <laughs> so I want to hear what you have to say about yeah, how can men take better care of themselves and what's up with this? What is up exactly. with this idea well, that they like don't a, do? Exactly. Just like as says, is health does matter. And, um, yeah, and a recent CIA uh, factbook study showed that women outlive um, men by five years, and that's the thing, and, and especially I'll get into later, regarding those married men, um, many things, you know, there's uh, what causes of, you know, you always say, you know, toughen up or you know, act like a man. That men aren't the ones that periodically are going to the doctors for the aches, the pains, the soreness, um, which women are, that we, we've kind of been honed in to go for these regular checkups, um, that we have to go in for more procedures to begin with, and, you know, that men seem to not, you know, it seems to be a big kind of push to get for primary care for them to go. And the main thing is it's that you don't need to be going in, you know, for that final toothache. We always say that, you know, you, we don't want you going in when you already have the cavity you're going, going in prior to get the cleaning, to have them, you know, give you the right um, tools and information so that you don't get there. The big thing about just going for these annual checkups, you don't, you know, being a healthy person is to get those basic information regarding your vitals, your blood pressure, um, you know, uh, you know, if you have cholesterol, diabetes, things like that. There's so many different things that could show that if you have hypertension, diabetes, and your family history is really important um, when it comes up to this. Um, something you know, that's interesting, too, uh, regarding uh, gut size, that it isn't just, you know, a cosmetic thing. It isn't just regarding, um, you know, got a little bit of a beer belly there, that Studies have actually shown that men that had a 47-inch waist or higher um, were more likely to die of all um, major causes that affect men than men that have a 36 waist and under. And then there's sort of that middle ground there. 
um, or, you know, needs improvement. Um, the big thing, you know, I thought was really interesting when I was looking into this was the correlation between married men and single men. And I know we've talked about this before in other shows um, relating to, you know, if it's healthier or what it can be, um, but actually in the past year, and, and again, there's something that to, to always put with all this information, there are always so many different studies going on, and one study is there to outrule the other study, um, but there has been... It's kind of like you can find statistics for anything, can't you? Exactly, exactly. You can find these statistics for everything and the things that go against the everything. Um, but the American Journal of Epidemiology um, did a study that showed that men who were never married um, were 32% more likely to die um, at an, er- at an earlier death than men that were. And, and you know, I wanted various- to say, oh, I'm, I don't mean to, to uh, no, no. on you there, but what I was going to say is um, I think that the statistic for dying early is there for people who are not, you know, who don't have a companion. And I think that's the part of it. It's the relationship yeah. well, so much. Well, you know, I think, is that I what think you found out? There's, there's so many. Well, again, the thing that always to take this um, as a grain of salt is there's always so many different studies, and they're, they're always trying to prove the reason why or disprove the reason why. Um, that is a big thing of, one, you know, with companionship. That's why many times after someone's partner has died or if they're alone, the people have, you know, uh, that they, they join groups or they get a, they get a pet because they showed stress levels, um, can be reduced by just taking a daily thing of, of, um, having involvement with others, you know, and another interaction or just the simplicity of having a pet, having that ownership, having that companionship. Other things too that came out in part, if you're married, if you have kids, you're less likely, you know, to be doing skydiving and, you know, crazy adventures. Right. I didn't even think about that. You take yeah, less, maybe less risks because you have a family or you yeah, have a spouse. And, and then something too that was into, is that whole nagging factor. Um, it's sort of the good and bad that just as your mother said, you know, wash your hands, you know, go to the doctor, do this, you know, clean your room. Um, there's things statistically that women as wives uh, take on that nagging thing too that, when a husband says, you know, oh, I have this ache in my, my back or my leg and it hurts, that unless you are married to a doctor, most likely she's going to say, I'm not a doctor, go to the doctor. And so there is that person that sounds that's like going me. to, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that even if it takes a while, that person that's been nagging. And, and things also show too is that um, obviously you choose your partner for reasons that you share similar interests. Or, um, you know, without you really knowing, before you know it, many, many things that your partner takes interest in, you do, which could be, and sometimes this can work both positive and negative, if you have a partner who's really into, you know, healthy eating and fitness and, you know, they, their goal is to, um, you know, be in a marathon, most likely as a good partner, you want to participate in things so that it's not, you know, there's definitely your, your opposite to track, but people are more likely to get healthier. As well, if you have a partner, um, sort of how they say this sympathy weight gain, when, when, um, when a wife is pregnant, that people gain a lot of weight, you know, out of this, in the male compartment, um, that if you have a partner that participates in unhealthy things, sometimes that can affect you as well. So it's always, you know, trying to find that middle ground, um, in there too. Also and, you know, I wanted to, to say something on there, too, is I think that when you're in a relationship, if it's a friendship or a marriage or whatever, is that uh, many of the interests of the other person actually 
help you get involved in it. So if you have someone, you know, if one of you is feeling depressed but the other person feels like taking a walk or is excited, that's probably a good thing. So maybe that's, uh, and that's another factor for anyone who's, who is in some kind of communal living is that the other person that's in your relationship actually encourages you to be better, you know, to go to a museum, to go to a park, to go play in some way where you may just sit home alone. Yeah, and something we discuss a lot when it comes to female anatomy is, is that hormones, hormones affect everything. Our, our mood, um, you know, cortisol, that, you know, our, our weight fluctuation, the way we feel about things, our hair growth, you know, if we're thin, if we're fat, if we're breaking out, anything like that, our body changes, hormones, our emotions just control everything. We really, you know, more focus on um, female anatomy, but a big thing is for males too, testosterone. And actually, you know, it's sort of always, again, finding that middle ground that you can always have too much and, and too little. Um, but studies have shown, too, that um, when males have a drop in testosterone, and in interesting, there was a study saying that after a woman gives birth, um, just as we know her estrogen levels change, that males' testosterone levels um, have been known to drop, and that that's when, you know, they can have hair loss and, and weight gain. And so that's something, too, you know, to talk with your doctor there, there's so many things, um, I think, you know, for males that's important um, of going in there and just having those honest conversations. And unfortunately, you know, just as, as females have to experience many of those uncomfortable testings um, for males as well. And um, I was actually discussing today in regards um, to prostate cancer as well as uh, colon cancer and the importance of a colonoscopy, which it can, you know, be slightly invasive. No one wants those tubes put in those places. And as well as, you know, you have to drink a gallon of these fluids afterwards so that to sort of flush out your system. Um, but what happens when they go in there is um, that these, there's these little microscopes, these little almost like pluckers um, that can find these, these little uh, you know, nodules almost that can be precancerous. Um, unless the big thing we always try to, to focus on is, family history because um, though many cancers are, uh, you know, anywhere from 30s and on, you know, 40s, 50s, that, that you start really getting these kinds of testing, um, especially for, for colon cancer in your 50s, um, if you have um, a family history, if it's something that you might want to discuss with your doctor if it's necessary um, to get any kind of testing like this at an earlier um, stage. Again, same thing goes. Uh, for prostate cancer, and something that was really interesting, I, I read an article, um, we always discussed it with need and talking about with some, you know, the, the correct way, in it, the, the sort of the debate of either, you know, raw foods and cooked foods, and there was an, um, an article discussing that meat that was cooked well done, like very, you know, very well done, um, actually that when meat is cooked at such extreme temperatures, um, that can change uh, chemical compounds within the meat, and that they've shown that these these chemical compounds in the meat they've sort of mutated um, were actually shown that they could be potential, you know, kind of free radicals that could be, you know, potential triggering. They're cancer-causing, you know, right? Cancer. I mean, I had read that about, and I, you know, of course, I always use it because I love everything rare yeah. to raw. <laughs> I don't like I would say meat they raw, but very rare. And so I'm always it, saying that. Yeah. You don't want all those free radicals in that really done meat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's a good one. I think, you know, the big thing is always looking at, you know, your 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 product. You're not going to eat, you know, just raw ground beef. But, again, um, you know, when they make the, the tartars, it's really, you know, the, the, the product.
product, I've actually gotten slightly sick of. I love, I love sushi. The rawer, you know, the better. And I bought from the grocery store, you know, one of like an ahi steak thing that was not sushi grade, and I just felt miserable later, um, which was to my own doing. And so, I mean, there's certain grades and there's certain things for these levels. Um, And your body, amazingly enough, of when you get sick, is that sort of your body's backup system of knowing it shouldn't be having this so that you don't get poisoned, so that you don't die. Um, Your body's reaction, um, sort of that backup thing of you're stupid enough to eat this, is to try to get it out of your system before there's any danger can occur. So that's why um, you can either experience vomiting or diarrhea and possibly, hopefully, before it goes on to anything else. Um, Coming from the last thing, talking with male health, just those animal things, again, blood pressure, um, you know, I really think that when they do it manual is when you're going to get the, the truth coming from previously working in medical centers and when we, we would use um, the automatic blood pressure cuffs, you would get really false readings. I would, feel, I would do it one minute, you could do it next, and it's completely different. Um, I think manual, though, again, there's, there's definitely the, you know, that little leverage for human error, but it will still give you, if you're having someone who correctly can read um, a manual BP cuff, um, to get, you know, a correct reading on you. And um, because high blood pressure can be um, a really an underlying, can, can really speak bonds. It could just mean you're stressed out. You know, they call it white coat syndrome, that you're, you're in a doctor's office and it's just an uncomfortable thing. But having a blood pressure, you know, 35, um, excuse me, 135 over 80, um, typically that could be, you know, prehypertension, that could be sense of diabetes, that could be high cholesterol. Um, if you have high blood pressure, discuss with your doctor, about getting um, any tests done, in which you, I'm, I'm a big person of you doing a 12-hour fasting prior because that way you don't have any of the sugar and the fats in your blood that could offset and not give a really a true reading of what your blood, um, what is in your blood, that test in there. Cholesterol, too, I mean, that's just another simple blood test. If um, you have high blood pressure, we always say, that, I mean, this goes for both sides. You, if it runs in your family or, you know, based on your diet or just over 35 or you're overweight or you have high blood pressure, discuss with your doctor about um, having having a cholesterol test, uh, test done. And then just sort of the simple things, you know, of, of reducing stress or reducing uh, blood pressure, drink tea. Studies have shown, you know, like, you know, having black tea, green tea, black tea, um, at, at least three cups a day over a six-week process has been able to lower people's at least anywhere from two to ten points. So, um, well, tea. that's a good that's a good note to end our Tea for Two segment on Health <laughs> Matters. With drinking tea, something that we're doing all the time. <laughs> so do you want to just wrap it up, Heather? Well, no, I mean, that's the thing. Really talk, everything we did before is um, there is really no calculation, no kind of step method of, of when you should go and what you should do. Base everything off of your own personal uh, medical history as well, anything that runs with your family. If you have questions. Because the internet, magazines, the show, there can be a lot of information thrown at you, and and not to think that suddenly you have everything, and also not to not to uh, just kind of brush off anything. Just talk with your doctor about um, your own personal health, and then they'll um, the two of you can decide together uh, what tests are necessary and when, and what tests maybe um, should be should be kind of omitted from your process. Oh, and also with that is. Again, don't uh, don't deter any of the warning signs. If you're not feeling well, make sure to see your doctor. And also always check with your doctor before starting any program on your own because your health really does matter. 
So when we return from the break, I'm going to help you manage your persistent fears, your anxieties, and your stresses. Go to bethestarur.org, btsya.com, and starstyleproductions.com. Heather, do you have any last thing you would like to add to this? No, you gave out the website, so we are good to go. We are good to go, so stay with us. We'll be right back. My name is Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Whitney. And you're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are. We'll be right back. Star you are, the star you are, be the star you are. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take World Talk Radio on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. What can we do to protect our businesses from internal fraud without destroying employee morale? Most fraud happens in small businesses that lack sophisticated controls. Two key elements are to separate the duties and to stay involved. Don't put individuals who may have financial difficulties in charge of money. Be cautious of the employee who never wants to take time off or have a vacation. Establish a system of checks and balances so that cash and checks are deposited directly into the business account. Try to at least review your bank reconciliations to make sure they all add up. At some point in your business life, you'll probably have to deal with employee dishonesty. But if you are aware of the dangers, you can find solutions before you have expensive challenges. Remember, you're the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. Visit Star Style Productions for more information or call us for a consultation at 925-377-STAR. Be the star you are. Light up the flame that burns. Get a positive prescription for living and discover a cure for adversity when you make a difference in the lives of others by donating to Be the Star You Are, a 501c3 top-rated charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth through increased literacy, positive media, and tools for living. www.bethestarur.org. All donations are tax deductible. www.bethestarur.org. Are you a teenager with lots to say but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel and join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com. You can express yourself. This business of show business is calling out to me. 
Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryant, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. You're listening to the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Be the star you are. You are the star. Get ready to be inspired, entertained, and motivated to greatness with positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Turn up the volume. Tune in to the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Now, back to the program with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Well, thank you so much. We are here, and you are here, and we are all together, and we really appreciate you staying with us here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. My name is Cynthia Bryan, and I want to give a couple of shout-outs in this segment And I want to thank Arinda Auto Detail for being one of the sponsors of our Express Yourself Teen booth at the upcoming Moraga Fair. They are generously helping us to launch two of our live radio shows with the teens, and we appreciate it. And you can find out more about what uh, Arinda Auto Detail does by going to uh, their website, which is arindamotors.com, and their phone number is 925-254-2011. And we also want to thank Keegan Productions, and this is a video service who is uh, going to be at the fair actually videotaping us, and their information is at keeganproductions.com. Also, and Keegan is spelled K E I G A N. And another thing, I just uh, before the show today, I every day I have to go to the post office uh, many times because part of Be the Star You Are's outreach is we're part of an Amazon program. And if you're looking for great books, make sure to check out our Amazon store. That's Amazon, and then it's Be the Star You Are. All the proceeds benefit the charity. And so it's tax deductible when you actually do buy a book. But it was very cute. Um, Mark, who is the post uh, postman there and known him for many years, he said, make sure to say hello to me on the radio. And he he's just a wonderful person. So hello, Mark, and hello to all the wonderful postal workers that every day have to deal with me or one of the teens running in with our packages from Be The Star You Are as we ship books and we do appreciate everything that you do and i just wish that your hours were longer and i wish you didn't close down i'm talking to the u.s postal service now the the post office that was right next door to our office years ago when i chose a an office for the charity because we were shipping books i uh, rented an office space that was literally less than half a block from the post office so that we could easily get there because we had to go several times a day. And in the last year, they've closed that post uh, postal 
station due to budget constraints. And now it takes a good half an hour round trip to mail things. So it's really, really, really cut into our time, into the profits, um, into everything for Be the Star You Are charity. So we're not happy about that. And that's a little bit of anxiety and stress, which now is the topic that we're going to deal with in uh, this segment. And everybody deals with anxiety and everybody deals with depression at some point or another. Now, some people have a difficult time in managing it. And as a, re- a, a result of this, it's really good to learn some techniques that a person can use to manage their most persistent fears, their most persistent stresses, and just the everyday anxieties. Uh, when you're facing a current or an upcoming task that overwhelms you with a lot of tension, the first thing you can do is to divide that task into a series of smaller steps. You've heard that saying, you know, by the inch it's a cinch, and it's really, really true. I know just for myself, yesterday I decided that I, now that it was springtime and there's a lot of weeds that are growing that I needed to take some time to weed. But, uh, you know, on a piece of property like I have, which is out in the country, it's uh, it's almost overwhelming. You don't even know where to start because when the rains come, the weeds come, and, and it's there's so many of them. But I just kept saying to myself, all right, I'm just going to do, you know, one square yard and then another square yard and then another square yard until I had done at least an hour of work. And it, it did a substantial amount, not huge, but it was enough for two... 35-gallon or 32-gallon, whatever that they are, garbage cans that I was able to feed to the chickens and the ducks and the geese made them very, very happy. But in any case, my point is is that by breaking this task into smaller steps and you do it one at a time, it makes the stress more manageable. And then it does increase your chances of success because when I look at this whole hillside of weeds, I think, my gosh, it's going to take me months. And it probably will take me months, but if I do a little bit at a time, I don't feel so stressed out about it. So when things happen at once is when we get most anxious. So what you want to do is take a deep breath, you know, a belly breath, as we call in the acting world, in through your stomach and exhale it through your mouth. And then try to find something to do for a few minutes to get your mind off of whatever the problem is. Now, sometimes when we're really in a tense state, our mind, it's like we get monkey mind and, and it just, it's like it's on, um, it's like if you were recording a movie or something and it gets stuck and we have to try to get on stuck. So that might mean go for a walk, just get some fresh air, maybe listen to some music or do a craft or an activity that's going to give you a fresh perspective. Again, for me, even though it's frustrating for me to weed, it's my least favorite thing. By just going into the garden, I usually can refresh myself. So for me, if I listen, if I go and listen to the creek running or I listen to water or I look at water, I feel better and just going out into the garden or to nature helps me. So another thing you can do is to visualize a, a red stop sign in your mind when you encounter a fear. And when that negative thought comes, a person thinking about a red stop sign, it serves as a reminder to stop focusing on that thought and to think of something else. And then you can try to think of positive things that would replace the negative thing. Another technique that is helpful is to keep a small notebook around you with positive statements that make you feel good. 
And whenever you come across an affirmation that makes you feel good, write it down in your notebook. Carry it around with you in your pocket. And when you're feeling depressed or frustrated, open up the notebook. Read these adages and these quotes that will help you manage your negative thinking. Now, for years and years, I, I have always collected quotes. And so you hear these miracle moments every week on the radio. And I've been doing them on my television show for 20 years. And they all either came from quotes that I had collected, you know, from the time I was a child to things that I've heard today to, th- to quotes that I've made up. But what I've done in the last few years since technology is makes it simpler for me is I keep all these positive quotes on my computer. And then I can print them out if I need them, and I can take them with me. And another thing that I did for just for you all and the general public is I actually wrote a book called Miracle Moments. You can purchase this book um, through the website Be the Star You Are. Dot com, or you can go to starstyleradio.com and click on books and you can purchase it. These are handmade books of quotes and they're small. They're only four. The book is four by four inches. So you can put it in your pocket. You can put it in your purse. And people tell me that they use this as their pick me up during the day when they're feeling low or they have, you know, they just are having one of those moments that they feel so stuck. They just open the book anywhere, and they can uh, have a quote for the day. So you may want to pick up one of those. At Christmas time, they made great gifts, great stocking stuffers, and we actually sold out at Christmas time. And by the way, these are handmade little books that are made um, by the citizens. It's called the Re- Re- uh, Retarded Citizens Network. It doesn't sound socially or politically correct, but that's the name of the organization, giving them work that makes them feel um, feel positive and valuable. Another thing that helps is to learn to take it just one day at a time. So instead of worrying about how you're going to get through the rest of the week, just focus on today. Each day provides us with different opportunities to learn new things, and that includes learning how to deal with all your challenges, because you never know when the answers you're looking for are going to come to your doorstep. And You may be 99% correct in predicting the future, but all it takes is that 1% to make a difference. So take advantage of the help that is available around you. And I know every week when I'm preparing for the radio show, Thursdays are really challenging days for me because not only am I on the air with Star Style Be The Star You Are, but that is also the day that we are pre-recording our teen show, Express Yourself, that I produce and um, and write, and we book the guests for it, and there's a lot of pre-production. So my Thursdays are usually 18 to 20-hour days, and it's as much as I love it, I know that they're going to be long, and there's always some challenge that comes up with, you know, somebody has to postpone or cancel or somebody gets sick, and I feel like I'm juggling a lot. So I instead of of thinking about it way in advance. I just take it day by day, step by step, and breathe through it. And it usually, everything always works out. And we've been broadcasting since 1998. So we're still on the air every week. So it means that it works out. So if that's any hint that everything does work out the way it's supposed to, even though you have a bump in the road. Now, if possible, if you're really feeling uh, depressed or anxious, Talk to a professional who can help you manage your anxieties. A professional is able to provide you with advice and insights on how to deal with your current problem. And by talking with a professional, um, they can actually help you because 
uh, they become they are much better in the long run of knowing what is going on or what could happen in your future. So it doesn't hurt to ask for help. And as Heather talked about in the first segment, it always helps to ask for help. If you feel that something is wrong, you need to get some medical assistance. Now, dealing with our persistent fears isn't easy. Remember, all you can do is to do your best every day and then hope for the best, take things in stride, have patience, persistence, and be committed to trying to solve your problems. And when you do, when you are committed to making the best better, things usually do get fixed. So when we come back from break, we are going to take a breath of fresh air and we are going to go into the garden. So you want to stay with me here on Star Style. Be the star you are. My name is Cynthia Bryan, and we will be back in a bit. The star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. You are the star. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite World Talk Radio show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Looking for unique, one-of-a-kind gifts for the special woman in your life? The Carmony Collection creates handmade handbags, clutches, candles, and canvases from vintage and recycled fabrics, bangles, and beads. Be eco-friendly and fashionable with prices for all pocketbooks. Visit www.carmonycollection.com. That's Carmony with a K and Collection with a K. Or call 925-785-7827. Are you living your dreams? Want to create a life you love but don't know how to begin? Lifestyle coach and personal growth expert Cynthia Bryan has jump-started the lives and careers of clients for over two decades with her signature star-style consultations with personalized sessions by phone or in person. You'll turn your passions into profits. Visit www.cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-7827. Cynthia Bryan is your guide on the side. www.cynthiabryan.com. CynthiaBryan.com. You can be the star you are. Be the star you are. Light up the flame that burns. Make a world of difference in a world of differences when you support Be the Star You Are 501c3, a literacy and positive media charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth. Visit BeTheStarYouAre.org to make a tax-deductible donation today. Everyone counts. Donate today. BeTheStarYouAre.org Be the lucky star you the volume, grab a seat, and get ready to be challenged, inspired, and motivated to greatness. It's power party time on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with your hosts, the mother-daughter dynamic duo, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Well, we are glad you are still here. This is Star Style, Be the Star You Are, and we want you to know, sow, and grow. In this segment, I want to talk to you about heirlooms, organics, GEs, and GMOs, because 
there is lots and lots of confusion out there when it comes to gardening and what is going to be the best thing for you. As Francis Bacon said, as is the gardener, such is the garden. So you really want to make sure that your garden is a healthy one. Now, when I was a freshman and sophomore in college at the University of California at Los Angeles, UCLA, one of my jobs was managing a popular health food store, which was called Nature's Health Cove. And at the time, uh, health stores, health food stores, it was a brand new concept in healthy eating. And I so vividly remember customers coming in and paying as much as 10 times the price for a small worm-eaten apple or limp shriveled lettuces that had traveled hundreds of miles to just to be ingested by these wealthy Beverly Hills residents on their new organic kick because the word organic was just coming into fashion. Now, I'm not really sure that un- anyone really understood what the meaning of organic was, but I completely repeated from a script of grown without synthetic pesticides, insecticides, fertilizers, colorants, or sewage sludge. Now, genetically engineered, the word genetically engineered, hadn't been invented yet. But the one thing was for sure that these early adapters had climbed onto the bandwagon to nutritious sowing and growing. And while I was there at the health food store, I introduced different kinds of sandwiches and sprouts and things that would be a little more healthy. And I'm sure that my background of having grown up on a farm and worked my whole life on farms and ranches contributed to the owner hiring me to be the spokesperson for the Nature's Health Co. But it wasn't until the 1960s that agriculture turned into agribridge business with large corporations buying farms and science genetically modifying the seeds that we plant. So that's why we, um, when we talk about genetically engineered, it actually didn't happen until the 90s. So in the 60s, they started what's called GMOs that I'm going to tell you about in a second. But before that time, farmers saved, they exchanged, they traded, they sold seeds that had been in their families for generations. Now, for me, I still plant, harvest, save, gift, and sell heirloom hollyhock seeds. They were over 100 years old, and they were brought over on the boat by my grandparents from Italy. So varieties that have been cultivated and passed down through the ages via human and natural selection, are termed heirlooms. Most people believe that tomatoes are the only heirlooms, but actually there are just thousands and thousands of varieties of produce that are heirlooms. And, you know, you can have heirloom beets and cauliflower and squash and melons and beans and eggplants, peppers, lettuces, and lots and lots of flower specimens. Of course, almost everybody has heard of heirloom roses, right? So that's what heirloom is all about. Now, as a gardener, if you want to save seed from year to year, you're probably going to need a glossary of understandable terms. So to help you sow and grow, I created this simple guide that is going to help you make more informed decisions for buying, planting, and consuming. So let's talk about what is organic. Certified organic is a legal term, and it can only be used by growers who are in strict compliance with all the detailed rules and regulations of the USDA's National Organic Program. Now, that's the United States Department of Agriculture's National Organic Program. So in the U.S., this means that the soil in which the crops are grown must not have had any prohibited substances in it for the three years prior to harvest. 
Now, those prohibitive substances go back to that same script that I was telling you about. That would be, you know, no pesticides, fertilizers, insecticides, colorants, or sewage sludge that uh, is, isn't natural. The operation has to also be managed according to an approved organic system plan, and the parcel where everything is planted must be inspected by a USDA-accredited certifier. Now, the words, as I said, that I used in my college script to describe organic while at the health food store are still true today. So anything deemed to be organic with the addition of it can't be genetically engineered. So that's what organic means. Now, GMO is another term that is used all the time. And you, what that actually means, GMO stands for genetically modified organisms. And they are any plants that are produced through a genetic modification. Now, that genetic modification can be by engineering or it can just be by long-time, long-term plant breeding methods that could happen naturally. So... Even an organically grown plant that has been manipulated to to improve its production, its quality, its color, its performance, could be considered genetically modified because the changes would occur in nature. So it can still be considered organic if it could be done in nature. So in a great example of a popular uh, GMO produce would be the seedless watermelon because with... With human intervention, we were able to create watermelons that are seedless. But it wasn't, it wasn't engineered genetically. It was actually just modified in a way that it could have happened in nature. So a seedless watermelon can still be organic and it's GMO. But now that gets me to the term GE, which is completely different. And although the terms GE and GMO are frequently interchanged in the media, their meanings are so opposite. So GE refers to genetic engineering, and it's using high-tech methods that actually change the DNA of the plant in a way that could never, ever occur without human intervention. So GE plants are never found growing naturally. Where the controversies come in is because big agribusiness farms are now genetically engineering many products. Um, For example, corn, cotton, soybeans, and other crops have been genetically engineered. And it's controversial because there has not been enough studies done to see if they are harmful to our health or to the environment. So they're engineering corn to have full husks, you know, to be bigger, to be sweeter, to be tastier. But what is interesting is when they're doing this, they're changing the whole, the whole crop actually. And we're afraid of the migration to other crops. And it's so well, GE products are very uh, much regulated by the companies who own them. Like Monsanto is a very big company that's been under attack quite a bit because they don't allow you to save your seed from year to year. You have to actually buy new seed from them that's genetically engineered every year. So if you want to know more about it, you want to look that up. But uh, as of as of I speak right now, products that 
we plant ourselves, the seeds that we plant and buy from our local nurseries and um, home centers, as of now, are not genetically engineered seeds. We might get GMO seeds, but we're not getting genetically engineered. Now, a cultivar, what is a cultivar? This is a variety of a plant that has been selected through cultivation, and it maintains its characteristics through propagation. A cultivar can be either a hybrid or an open pollinated variety. In catalogs, when you see the genus and species listed with a Latin name and a, cotton, a common name, the cultivar is usually the common name. For example, if you see Australomeria, the common name is Peruvian lily. If uh, you see a common name of stargazer lily, then usually there is the um, the um, the proper name, the Latin name, is going to be Lilium speciosum. So the genus and the species, this is where the cultivar comes in. What does open pollinated mean? An open pollinated plant breeds true from seed from the parent plant with the offspring having the exact characteristics. Now, when you allow the natural flow of pollen between the same variety of different plants, production happens. So if you desire to save a pure seed, you want to plant only one variety to prevent cross-pollination between different varieties. Now, that's a, this is sort of an, an interesting thing about these open pollinated because when you really do want it to be a true seed from the parent plant, you want to make sure that it hasn't, you know, uh, migrated to other plants. Now, hybrids, they're very much like cars that they use both gas, you know, cars that use gas and electricity. They're a cross between two different varieties of plants, and that's when you get a hybrid. Because of population density, it's more difficult than ever to grow a garden with seed purity because um, open pollinated plants, the wind, the insects, neighbors, dogs, they all contribute to occasional contamination. So if you really want to grow an heirloom, you want to buy seeds from a reputable source and you want to grow them in a greenhouse. Otherwise, you're going to get a hybrid. Now, heirlooms, generally defined, heirlooms are the result of natural selection in open pollinated varieties. And depending on the source, an arbitrary age marker for an heirloom is around 50 years, or they say an heirloom is considered a, um, a specimen that is was developed before the 1950s. So before the population explosion, heirlooms did pass down from family to family and farmer to farmer. Now, today, the majority of heirloom seeds and plants are propagated by commercial companies who are dedicated to uh, preservation of that plant purity. I am still nervous about GE experimentation. I know it's boosting the profits of the farmers and the middlemen and the seed companies and all of that, but for me, my land is sacred uh, territory for me and my family, and I feel like it's my responsibility to protect and nurture it. There is a nonprofit organization, the Council for Responsible Genetics, and they have a mission to educate the general public about advocating for social responsible use of genetic technologies. So growers who wish to not indulge in GE sowing, they have to sign a safe seed pledge to not buy or sell genetically engineered seeds. So if you want to know more about it, you can look them up, the Council for Responsible Genetics. But with all the seed choices in the marketplace, it behooves every gardener 
to take a few minutes to understand the terminology of modern growing practices because if we are what we eat, we definitely want to make sure that we cultivate the healthiest choices for our human homes. So as my motto is, is to know, to sow, and then to grow. Now, I do get uh, requests from um, from listeners and readers of my my Digging Deep Gardening with Cynthia column, and I do take all the pictures. When you see photos of plants, um, they are plants that I have taken photos of. And so I, I got a lot of questions about all the different varieties of daffodils that I grow, and I grow many different colors and sizes and shapes, and some have fragrance and the narcissus, etc., and so people were saying, where do you get them? And so I always tell people to go to their local nurseries or garden centers first to check out. But I do have three favorite bulb sources that I use, and I'll just give them to you here. Uh, for antique flower bulbs for all your gardens, you can go to oldhousegardens.com. Check those out, and you can find some great heirlooms there. Other bulbs, you can go to johnsheepers.com. That's John and then S-C-H-E-E-P-E-R-S.com. And then parkseed.com forward slash bulbs has a lot of different bulbs. And I have bought many bulbs uh, from Holland through them, uh, beautiful tulips and daffodils and freesias and wood hyacinths and muscari and all these different things. So uh, that is a good place to go if you are interested. Now, uh, if you are gardening this month, let's give a few tips of what to do in the garden. I I love to get out in nature because, as John Muir said, in every walk with nature, one receives far more than he seeks. And this is what better time than to get out in, na- in nature in springtime because our lush landscapes are blanketed with blooming bushes and trees and bulbs and annuals and perennials. Right now in my yard I've got a blossoming black currants, wood hyacinths, forget-me-nots, bearded iris, tulip magnolias, azaleas, roses, osteospernum, and alpine strawberries. These are all the panoramic backdrop for what I call nature's artisanal display. So a walk in the woods is a must-do activity this time of year. And you'll see lots of wild uh, flowers that are furnishing a rainbow-colored kaleidoscope. In our area, the creeks are filled with frogs, and they're croaking. They're alluring mating calls. And I have so many wild turkeys uh, on the hills, and they're going double-gobble. You know, it's like gobble-gobble. And I like their sound. A lot of people don't like it, but I do. So inhale the fragrance of the cherry and the crabapple blossoms, as well as the wisteria that's blooming now. You can forage for watercress and delight your family with the sweet anise licorice-flavored fennel snips in your next salad. And around Mother's Day, you know, you want to prepare your plots and get your summer gardens ready. So grab your gloves and hats and trowel and get into the sunshine and start digging deep. When you start thinking about putting compost into your garden and mulching, I want you to think about bulk because... Unless you have a postage-size garden or just a few pots, you probably need more bags of compost than might be feasible. 27 bags of compost uh, is one cubic yard, and it covers 192 square feet, which is only 10 by 16. That's 27 bags of compost. So if you don't want to be going back and forth to the nursery on a regular basis, 
you may want to consider just going ahead and buying compost in bulk. This is a good time of year to uh, plant beans and squash and cucumbers, corn, gourds, melons, and pumpkins. And you want to plant these directly into the garden because they have tender tap roots. They don't plant, uh, transplant well. Now, if you're in an area that has the beautiful cherry blossoms and you have cherries growing in your tree, in our area, both the Queen Anne's, uh, the Bing's are blooming as well as the wild cherries and uh, the ornamental cherries. So um, you may want to just cut a couple of the boughs, bring them inside. They're just beautiful. And remember that this is the 100th anniversary of the Cherry Blossom Festival in Washington, D.C., and it's commemorating 3,000 cherry trees that were given to our nation's capital by the people of Tokyo 100 years ago, which I think is just very, very, very cool. So um, pinch the tip of your fall bloomers, such as asters and mums, because you want a bushy performance when they actually do, do grow, and you can um, visit visit uh, botanical gardens of your choice now because every place is in great, great display. And breathe easier indoors by filling your home and office with toxin-eating houseplants such as philodendron, peace lily, spider plants. Listen to this. One potted plant per 100 square feet of space will clean the air of a common indoor chemicals like formaldehyde and benzene. So... Do yourself a favor and get a plant. Well, thanks for joining us today on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. For more information about Star Style, visit StarStyleProductions.com. For information about Be the Star You Are, visit BTSYA.com. Don't forget to listen to us every week right here on World Talk Radio. We're live 3 to 4 p.m. Pacific. That's 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern. And also listen to Express Yourself Teen Radio, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Kids Network, which is our sister network. Your entire life is a work of art, as is true of all masterpieces. Everything has meaning and is important. So give yourself time to daydream and to be idle and to walk about. Live your life with passion and purpose, and you'll discover the possibilities to make this world a better place. Thanks for listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Until we celebrate next week, my name is Cynthia Bryan. I encourage you to live your dreams and be the star you are. Thanks for joining me. The star you are, be the star you are. You are the star you are. Thank you for tuning in every week for the Power Hour on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Our goal is to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to reach for the stars and shine brightly. For further information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. You're invited to our power party next week and every week right here on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel with the dynamic duo, the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, our health hero, Heather Brittany, and the pioneers on the planet. We'll pour more champagne for the spirit with positive, uplifting, life-changing radio. Until we play again, be the star you are. You are.